This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Hello and welcome back, people. Um, we're having fun here. It is the Tuesday edition of Trots Live on SEN Track. You'll have the Wombat for the next couple of days, and then obviously uh, Dan Maliki and I will be back for the Friday form panel, but a man who did a sterling job on the Trots Vision panel on Saturday night at his home deck, his new home deck of Ballarat, and he's back there right now is Tim O'Connor, and he's eagerly awaiting. It's almost... You're standing there, talk, waiting for Captain Ravishing to turn up. Almost like it's like the Beatles arriving in the in the sixties in Australia. It is. It's like, um, yeah. Well, it's like it's like any of those big events. Like uh, waiting for Novak Djokovic to walk in the uh, the Australian Alex Open. Alex Dimitrov is wishing or... Novak Djokovic didn't turn up last night. <laughs> That's right. No, it is a bit like that. I've been poking my head around the stables, and he's not here yet, the great horse, but uh, he will be here soon. There's been no whispers uh, anywhere that he's not coming, so uh, he'll be in trial seven, J-Bond. Trial two is just about to get underway, uh, so he's probably about an hour away, I guess, from uh, his first public appearance for the year. He hasn't raced since November 19, of course, when he smashed the Melton track record on a wet night sitting parked, and... If he wasn't already, he really stamped himself as the sport's most exciting horse. And he is, um, uh, he's a glamour puss as well. So you've got uh, great horses uh, over the years uh, in both codes that are, you know, aesthetically not as um, dominant. Little Ladies in Red is obviously a great example. And I'll uh, I'll never forget the time that I was at uh, Flemington for the Turnbull Stakes and uh, around the parade ring, everyone was looking at Winks and... All these people are going, oh, I tell you what, it, she just looks amazing. She just, she's so beautiful. And you're like, she just looks like a horse. But Captain <laughs> Ravishing. That's where I sit. Captain Ravishing uh, looks like a really good, like he's got, he's got presence, hasn't he, as well. So um, it, it is a pretty amazing feeling. It's been a while, I think, since we've been at the level where a horse turning up for a trial has garnered this much um this much exposure and I guess this much anticipation as we head towards the four-year-old bonanza and beyond that, likely the chariots of fire. That's, that's right. Uh, look, I, I've been at HRV two years now, Bon, and uh, that was just sort of after the ride high um, hype. And that, I mean, I followed it from afar, but I guess I haven't seen the sort of hype, I don't reckon, around a horse since him, and certainly in my time in this job, I haven't. Uh, I mean, Ladies in Red, of course, she's wonderful. Um, there's just something about Captain Ravishing that, you know, he's he's more freaky than her, um, and he's just, I mean, yeah, I don't know. I can't really put my finger on it, but there's just something about him. Uh, he's got a cool name, <laughs> which is one he thing. Um, you know, he comes from the powerhouse stable. He's done, uh, there was a big hype around him when he started at Emma and Clayton's, and he stepped out here at this very track. I was here doing uh, an SEN show. I think it was Friday night trackside with Damien Watson and I ran into Dan Malecki before the race. I said, there's a bit of a whisper around that this Captain Ravishing has gone to a new level. And that was the night he went 25 flat uh, or 25-1 home uh, and really stamped himself as a superstar. And then he went on to break track records at Kilmore and Melton and um, that big uh, win in the Derby heat, I reckon, over Leap to Fame sitting parked. It's, um, yeah, he's... 
he's something else. Uh, I just hope he can live up to it. I'm sure he can. Um, it's just about keeping him sound uh, and getting him through to the big races. The four-year-old Bonanza, of course, will be his first stepping stone on February 4. Yeah, and no, look, I went as far as the Chariots of Fire, but clearly the Miracle Mile... Uh, will be the try and win the chariots of fire and then go through to the miracle mile and win it as a uh, a four year old and I think I was on air with uh, well a, a, a full cast of talent and the question was um, was asked I think by Ryan Phelan uh, after a win from somebody else who would be your tip in the in the uh, in the miracle mile and Brittany Graham and I both said straight away Captain Ravishing. He's yep. um, he's just he's got that excitement about him. There's no doubt about it and you you tend to think that. He will be even better suited up on those vast Menangle expanses, don't you? I mean, you never know, but when you've been around the game for a while, you can almost vibe out who's going to enjoy Menangle and who's not. And he, with his just blistering straight line speed, um, we, we just want to see him trial brilliantly today and then go and win the Bonanza. And then we start, uh, we start wondering about what he might be able to do in those few weeks up in Sydney. That's right. I mean, you, you, speak, you hear how often do you hear it in, in racing circles? Oh, you know, we, we can't wait to get him to an angle because you know we think he'll get, show his best there. I mean, you hear it a lot. Most good horses, you know, are probably going to appreciate it. But look, there's, there's clearly you know a horse with point to point speed, um, you know, and that that fast big track there at Menangle. It's it, it's uh, conducive to fast times and he runs them on, on littler tracks down here in Victoria on you know on nights where there's rain around and it's cold and there's it, just nothing to say that he won't absolutely blow that track apart so uh, look the Bonanza looks you know to be honest looks his for the taking doesn't it? I know we're going to have some other good horses in the race we'll have something to say about that but and then he'll head to the Chariots of Fire and then onto the Miracle Mile you would think so um yeah, he's an exciting horse. I can't wait to see him. Look, uh, look, he's not going to be here to do anything outrageous. Mark Pitt, uh, he's down to make the trip down uh, from Shepparton away to drive him today. So that's um, that's going to be good. So I'll catch up with Mark after, hopefully, to get his thoughts. But, look, it's, it's going to be exciting just to see him. I would imagine they'll just... Uh, uh, roll to the front, will they? Sit him up and, and dash home for a quarter and he'll probably uh, smash the clock, but they won't be asking much more, I wouldn't have thought. Question without notice, but who else is in that trial? Uh, I've got it here yeah. in uh, a bit of a, a bit of a shuffle, but there's a horse by the name of About Time, uh, trained by Jason Grimson. Jason's down to drive the horse. So there's Jeez. four horses in the trial. About Time, Captain Ravishing, and two from the Joe Pace stable, 40 Thieves and Supreme Dominators. 40 Thieves. Do you remember that old boy? Yeah, brutal, uh, brutal. Seen him for a while. Well, he, he just sort of went to another level in that in his last one or two preparations, didn't he? He's um, he's a go forward horse. He loves to just pour pressure on. Be interesting to see how hard they hit him out. And gee, about times a really, really fast horse. Really fast horse used to be, I reckon, with. Uh, he's with Emma. His last time was with Emma. So his last time was with Emma. through a couple of uh, stables, but yeah. Jason Grimson, if we've learned anything and we learned our lesson again hard. I did. Play hard. Well, I, I think I did a little bit as well. You were probably a little bit more um, wanting to take better zip it on, but we learned our lessons hard that he doesn't take these horses. I made that comparison between he and uh, Billy Bean from um, from Moneyballs. Somebody who can. It's not only the training, but the identification of these horses because I am. I'm certain without knowing the full details, that people must be offering Jason Grimson horses 
They must be jumping out of trees to give him horses. And he obviously is knocking most of them back. I think I heard uh, a story, and I can't remember the horse now, but it, look, it wasn't a top top liner. But uh, the person I was speaking to said that they'd offered him this horse and uh, were a bit taken back that he didn't want it, basically. Uh, and it was a nice horse. I mean, not many people would have said no to it. I can't remember the name, but I think he made reference to this person I was speaking to that, look, he doesn't want to be a big stable. He wants to be the boutique stable. He wants to be able to travel with little teams, be hands-on with them, and chase the big races. He doesn't want, you know... 70, 80 horses picking off races every day of the week. So, yeah, um, he'd be getting stacks of offers. He's the hottest trainer uh, in the game. That's a bit unfair on Emma Stewart, but she's well established. He, uh, he he's the new, I mean, probably him and Jess Tubbs. I'd say Bonner, the two that uh, are really emerging, just off the top of my head, anyway. Um, now, before we go to the news, and we'll come back and get some more news headlines from you. Um, after Captain Ravishing hopefully wins the four-year-old Bonanza, I don't know when you want to try this, but you did uh, regale us with an anecdote uh, not so long ago where after Captain Ravishing had begun his miracle run, you might have had a conversation out at the uh, the unbelievable Ballarat stables of the genius t- uh, pair Clayton Tonkin and Emma Stewart and asked Clayton to compare Captain Ravishing to Ride High. And I believe, quote-unquote, the phrase was... Um, Tim, give yourself a, an uppercut uh, for comparing the two. <laughs> but I'll tell you what, I don't know if the, I don't know. I, I don't I'm going to ask it again. I, I, I'm going to ask it again. I, I, don't I might get an uppercut. I don't know whether you want to do it now or you want to uh, wait till he wins a race or uh, uh, this, the four-year-old Bonanza. But I'll tell you what, I, I, I don't know. I don't know that Clayton would still be telling you to to, to clench a fist and give yourself reckon- one on the chin. You're pretty. You've pretty much got it right. From my memory, I think he. I was standing next to him and Alan McDonough, who works at the stable, and I think he said, "Alan, give Tim an uppercut." Oh. And uh, I got on my bike and got out of there. No, <laughs> um, I reckon I. I reckon I might get a slightly different answer. That was before. Well, I'm sure it was before he broke the track record at Melton. Um, I'll ask it again at some point in time, maybe from a distance. But uh, I think it's a, certainly a question worth asking because. Um, Oh, t- what, what do you reckon? What do you reckon right now is is he got the potential to be a ride high or better than ride high, or uh, are we still jumping <clears throat> a, ahead here? No, well, I, I, look on the, on the available evidence of what he did at Melton uh, on Breeders' Crown Night. Got to be in the conversation. Well, you couldn't, no, no, not ride high. Not any horse could have gone better. I don't think. Don't think so. I don't think. No. I, don't, I don't think any horse could have gone better that I've ever seen. So. Um, I don't, I don't. I don't mind if uh, Clayton is an incredibly intelligent man when it comes to the game. There's nobody smarter, and if he still thinks right, but yeah, but we are all um, we're all subject and we're all vulnerable to having our favourites, aren't we? And it might be that no matter what Captain Ravaging ever achieves, the ride high will always be Clayton's favourite. But um, I, I think we've ducked down from. Alan McDonough swinging, uh, <laughs> swinging fists at you to maybe, okay, it's it's more of an opinion game at this point. Tim O'Connor on the line. Now, a lot of the news headlines, we're probably just going to discuss them from a uh, an opinion perspective, really. Um, but we did hear, I mentioned earlier about uh, the post-race interview with Greg Sugars after Just Believe won the Cochrane Trotters Cup. And I was shocked to learn that uh, Visionary would be leaving the stable. But there seems to be a, uh, a swirling vibe that... Patrick, who I think um, uh, gave out the lease on the on the Philly mayor, is sort of reclaiming a lot of those mares. And why not? Because guys like him and Duncan McPherson and um, and plenty of others have 
have done such a huge job in trying to internationalise the the breed, and other people are now benefiting, but they want to benefit as well. Yeah, so she's uh, that was the sort of quick little comment that we uh, we both raised our eyebrows at, didn't we, on the on Saturday night when Greg dropped that news. Uh, she was a last start winner in the Vicbred Super Series four-year-old trotting mares final uh, that took her record to 23 starts, seven wins, four placings and nearly 100,000 in cash. I was going back through, Bon, I wasn't sure, but uh, the Iona Trotter Syndicate uh, look like they've had it the whole way through. Um, I'm not exactly sure how it's all worked, but they certainly owned her for uh, her first win at Cranbourne going back uh, May of 2021. So yeah, I'm not sure the exact circumstances. Greg is here today. I might try and grab him, but I just haven't been able to yet. He was driving uh, in the opening trial. Uh, but, uh, yeah, certainly looks like there's a move for Visionary. And uh, no doubt Greg be, and Jess will be disappointed to lose her because she is very, very good. And uh, to, speaking to some of the staff there over the you know recent months, um, you know, I think they think she's right up there with the, the really good ones, including Just Believe. Yep, I, uh, I, I tend to agree based on... What I've heard, and but it's not only what you've heard. I mean, she is just she's what you see. improved so rapidly that, and we're even seeing with just believe potentially that um, you know horses improve and improve and improve, and until they stop improving, you don't know what level they get to. Do that? Do you? I mean, even just believe, crazy as it sounds, with what he's already achieved, um, Greg and just haven't had him that long. No, they've had him four, uh, one, two, three, six, seven starts. Oh, the, sorry, Vision they've had for seven starts. And I think um, they've only had just believe for 11. Probably a dozen or something, yeah. yeah. Um, we spoke about the ride that the Iona Trotter Syndicate are on. Um, how about that? I was talking to um, Ian, uh, who takes the photos, Ian Wilson, for, um, for around some of the tracks. and Woolridge. He was saying... Sorry? Is it Woolridge? What did I say? Wilson. Yeah. Ian Wilson. Sorry. That's Ian Woolridge. I know another photographer, Ian Wilson. Uh, <laughs> Ian Woolridge. Um, sorry. Uh, he was saying that after the Inter-Dominion series, uh, he had an order for 59 photos uh, of oh, the wow. three heat wins um, and the final, like a big framed up package. But uh, he said he, was, he had a big grin on his face. I think that would have uh, filled the coffers for a little while. Yeah, would have paid for a few... Uh... <laughs> Few meals, maybe another investment in a horse. I know William was involved with yeah. uh, Doug's bait. Um, Idyllic too, I think. Yes, I guess. Got a, a snippet in. Yeah. Uh, um, just new, another yeah. thing. While I'm I'm looking at two men to my right from the Brent Lilly stable, uh, I thought they were drinking VB cans, but they're drinking Sprite cans. Um, <laughs> we're sure? just uh, in the first trial here, Jay Bond. We had um, Aldebaran Zeus go around. Uh, he's a little bit forgotten, but uh, he's a Derby winner from 2021. Uh, he trialled okay to me. He got run down. I think he ran second. One overall, won the trial for Jess Tubbs um, in that, uh, I think Kylie Sugars drove one overall to a good win there from back in the field. And uh, Chris Alford was partnering Kai Valley Hotspur to uh, a trial here. So good to see him back. He hasn't raced since August last year. Yeah, I, well, I had, I had an opinion. Uh, I had an opinion that... Uh, well, he and Aldebaran Zeus for on a par, weren't they? Well, I thought Kai Valley Hotspur was a better one early. Yeah, I think I think you could make that case for sure. And another man's just walked in as well, Jay Bond, uh, who you know quite well and spent a bit of time with on Saturday night. <laughs> yes. Um, <laughs> other news, uh, Majestic Man, it's great. He just loves racing in Australia, Majestic Man. Um, not that he hasn't done some great work in New Zealand as well, but he just loves racing in Australia. And it'll be interesting what he can produce here on Saturday night. Yeah, that's right. He is here for, I reckon this would be his fourth trip to Victoria. 
I reckon he's raced here. I had a quick look before he's raced here in 2020, 2021, 2022, and this is he's back for 2023. He has drawn barrier four uh, for Phil Williamson and his son Brad Williamson in Saturday night's Tab VL Dullard Trotters Cup, a Group Two race, a leg of the Aurora Australis series. Uh, he'll take on. Uh, Aldebaran Crescent, Sundance Courage, Queen Elida, Loxley Lover, Vacation Hill, Kiang Lavana, Just Believe, and Aldebaran Dino. And um, mm. I read a story from Michael Guerin going back a few weeks ago that basically it all hinged on. Uh, well, basically the reason he's here is because of the star New Zealanders. A lot of them going down, Bolt for Brilliance, and some other ones not coming out here. So I think they thought, you know, bugger it, we'll come out here. The, the, the ranks aren't. Um, well, at least the New Zealand ranks aren't strong and uh, we'll come over and have one last crack because he's getting on, I reckon he'd be 8 or 9 uh, but he won this race uh, in 2021 so that was really uh, I think that was Brad Williamson's first Group 1 winner as well so he's uh, well accustomed to Victoria and good to see him back because he'll certainly add a new dimension to these uh, swelling trotting ranks at the moment, it's quite unbelievable Yep, no doubt about it and um, again We've got a quaddy jackpot, which we love because we love an opportunity to uh, try and make a killing out of it, as the punters' podium team did at Ballarat, I believe. Uh, it wasn't an easy one yes. to try and make money out of because there were it was favourites galore. But um, what's the quaddy jackpot we're going to get from the tab? Forty thousand dollar jackpot on Saturday night at Melton. Races five to eight. The quaddy is, and that's a projected pool of two hundred and fifty k. So I think it was exact. It's the exact same scenario as Saturday night here at Ballarat. I reckon the Pundas Podium boys tipped in about 7,500 into that quaddy. They got uh, they got a bit out of it. I think they made a small profit on it, but um, and they turned the $20 ticket into 30 bucks, which is, look, it may not sound much, but it's it's not a bad effort when you've got 12000 in the pool to turn that into something like 18 or 19. So they did a great job, and, um, yeah, they'll be uh, no doubt uh, involved, or no, all the Pundas will be involved in that quaddy jackpot on Saturday night. 40k jackpot into a $250,000 projected pool. I'll tell you what, I've never known, um, it, it's the ultimate thankless task, the the, uh, the Pundas Club, and I've never known a team like the Carroll Brothers to win as religiously as they do, and that's why we got up to the level of, I mean, the pool was enormous on Saturday night, and you just you just wonder if... The word keeps getting around that you, you generally get more than your money back uh, every time you go around, and people are not just putting in the twenty dollars. People are putting no, in sometimes no, two hundred, four hundred, five hundred dollars. There's five hundred dollar wax going in pretty regularly. Well, if you're going to get uh, to, you know fifty percent profit on your money, um, why wouldn't you put five hundred in, take seven hundred and fifty out, and and uh, and not even bother betting for the night and let them do it? But you you wonder and if plenty the word... rolled through the Inter Dominion Carnival bond. Plenty put it in the start and said. Keep it, boys, and we'll, and pay me out at the end. <laughs> well, well, I, I just wonder. I'm I'm loving the idea of, you know, you, you've got the boys get paid in uh, New Zealand. I'm loving the idea if the rumours keep getting around that we're going to get to meetings in six or twelve months' time where they're dealing with, you know, fifty or sixty thousand. I'm I'm not being ridiculous when I say that. I think it's I think it's actually possible if it's promoted the right way. Yeah, I do too. Uh, that's that's sort of we're. Myself, Darren, and a few others have had the you know chats about what we'd love it to get to, and that's obviously where we want we'd love it to get to. Look, it may be a bit of time in the making, but uh, look, if we can continue this, uh, if they continue to keep winning, um, and if we can take it to the big nights, and I reckon down the track, if we can uh, have an on-course presence, uh, there's already been a few little discussions about you know a marquee on track near the winning post, you know, put on some drinks and food, get a big crowd there, carry on. You know, that's what you want to be involved. I mean, obviously, it's for people sitting at home as well that can't get to the track. But to be 
around like-minded people, Bond, that love a bet, uh, and you're all cheering on the same horse. Uh, there's not much else that's more fun than that when you get home a winner. Uh, I think everyone loves it. I don't think anybody would love it more than you, Talk. Um, <laughs> I'll let you go. I'll let you go and enjoy, and um, we'll, we will wait for all the news headlines. Because uh, Captain Ravishing, obviously, not the only good horse going around at the trials today, but he's the headline act, and uh, I'll let you go and enjoy, mate. And we'll talk soon. Great, great to be on, and we'll um, we'll post uh, we'll post the replay and, and some reaction and some stories across the the trots.com.au channels in the next couple of hours.